Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Aloha no kako. Welcome to This Is Now. Dylan and Chetta alongside Jonathan Masaki here in the Digital Center filling in for Ashley. A short time ago, HPD wrapped up a news conference uh, with the media. That's exactly right, Dylan. They wrapped up their press conference a few minutes ago, uh, addressing the slew of smash-and-grab crimes. Now, during the presser, Major Brian Lynch talked about the recent brazen burglaries that have occurred in Honolulu. He also empowered business owners to take proactive measures to prevent future incidents. It's come to light that there are those that feel, I guess, left out or, or possibly um, hopeless in regards to the smash-and-grab. So additionally, what we want to do is we want to put this out here where... Um, you can call this phone number. I'll give you the phone number. It's 808-723-3369. I'll say it again, 808-723-3369. What this is is a number to an officer who will direct you to a CPT officer in your district. So, for instance, if you live or your business is in District 3, which is like the Pearl City area, Everside, we will direct you to the CPT in that area. We'll give you the phone number, and you can call them. And what they can do is discuss with you anything that's unique to your situation, um, and or they can come down to your place of business, and they can uh, look over what you got going on and what you don't got going on, and you know give you some advice on what would help you and not help the bad guys. Now, once again, HPD providing that new number for business owners in light of a spate of recent smash and grabs. We've heard some stories, especially out of West Oahu, in which thieves are targeting these businesses. We'll have more on this story coming up in later editions of Hawaii News Now. Now, let's look to some other stories happening around Oahu. New at noon, false alarm. If you are in the Pearl City, Waimalu area and you hear the emergency sirens going off, don't worry, officials are aware it is a false alarm. Multiple sirens went off between 10 o'clock this morning and the earlier hours of the mornings, and Hayima confirmed there is no emergency. Technicians were able to shut down the siren, and they are further investigating. Initial reports say the siren control box was tampered with. The foster family of 10-year-old Gianna Bradley appeared in court today. A judge denied bail for all three suspects during their arraignment. Deborah Geron, her daughter Blandy Bloss, and her husband Thomas Bloss face a number of charges and are accused on multiple counts for their actions that led to the young girl's death. Bradley was found dead in January after what appeared to be prolonged physical abuse and neglect. Firefighters were called to a home on East Manoa Road just after 3 this morning. Upon arrival, crews found heavy smoke coming from the house and requested additional help to battle the flames. They were able to get it under control in about 15 minutes. It's believed no one was inside at the time of the fire and there were no injuries reported. A fire investigator is working to determine the cause. Also overnight, a crash investigation at an apartment building on Kapi'olani Boulevard. You can see here that a car went into a wall past a driveway 
All of this happening around midnight. Crews on scene told Hawaii News Now that the car ruptured a gas line in the crash. The building and a neighboring building were evacuated as crews work on repairs. The driver of the car did not need any help from first responders. A community mourns after the shooting death of a well-known rancher in Makaha. The suspect is just a teenager. Ben Gutierrez reports. Family members say Cranston Pia loved his family, his ranch, and his animals. And while they say his death is tragic, there are questions over whether the 17-year-old suspect should be tried as an adult. Cranston Pia's family says he was a loving father, husband, and son, and Saturday was supposed to be a day of celebration. In a statement, they said the 39-year-old was on his way home to take his wife Kristen to a surprise dinner date before he was shot to death at the Ohikilolo Ranch. Police say Pia was involved in a dispute with trespassing hunters whose dogs went after his cattle when he was shot and killed by a 17-year-old in the group. He died for protecting his what he believed in and what branchers all believe in is to protect their cattle. The situation was, was, was sad because he tried to get the dogs out of the area, but because the cattle was so wild up and was getting more injured, um, the situation escalated. Defense attorney Victor Baki represents the 17-year-old suspect who has not been named because he is a minor. Baki says Pia shot two dogs from the hunting group and he provided Hawaii News Now with this photo. Baki says the prosecutor's office has already served him with a waiver to have the teen tried as an adult. My concern at this point is there's been a complete rush to justice. My client was only arrested a few days ago. It was a holiday weekend. Nobody did any investigation on the court's side and they just did nothing else but look at the charge and decide, you know what, this is a murder. There's been a lot of gun violence on this side of the island. We need to be tough on crime. Whatever happens with this case, ag landowners say there's a history of so-called unethical hunters who trespass on private property. Austin Salcedo owns land near Pia's ranch. Unethical doesn't obey the rules, disregard uh, posted signage and unlawfully enters private land where they shouldn't be. This tragedy, um, I think I've, all the ranchers are actually having a very, um, the same talk, worrisome, because they're having the same issues. Defense Attorney Baki says the next court hearing for the case is set for some time in April. Ben Gutierrez, Hawaii News Now. A man who's already serving a life term for murder was sentenced to nearly eight more years for a failed murder-for-hire plot. Dehan Moon says Mike Miski ordered the killing of a cockfight organizer in Waimanalo in 2016 when he was 20 years old. Moon says he never actually met Miski and the killing never happened. Moon was supported by dozens of people, family and church members, and the judge saw that was a factor. Oh, after his car, well, he got his GED, um, he's worked the whole time he was there, he's maintained contact with his family, uh, the Korean community, his parents, um, all those things matter to the judge. Moon is not expected to testify in the ongoing Miski trial, which continues this week. If you are a cell phone user and experience some connectivity issues this morning, you're not alone. NBC's Brian Chung has the latest details from New York on a massive cellular outage. 
Hi there. Well, AT&T users frustrated with being unable to make phone calls in many cases. That's because of a nationwide outage that appeared to begin early this morning with AT&T users in many cases seeing their phones stuck on SOS mode. Uh, the issue appears to have been mitigated, at least in part, with AT&T saying they've been able to get about three quarters of their network uh, back uh, active and usable. Uh, we haven't heard any sort of reason from AT&T for why this has happened, but a source told NBC News from the Cybersecurity infrastructure security agency from the government side that they're in touch with AT&T and did not uh, say if there was any indication of a cyber attack. So we'll have to continue to follow the threads on that. Uh, 911 services saying that if you are on AT&T and have issues reaching out to a 911, you can use a landline or try to use Wi-Fi calling. But 911 services are also saying do not try to call them if you are in a situation where you're trying to test if your phone is connected to AT&T. That's just going to jam the lines. But again, AT&T saying they're on the issue and that they're trying to resolve things uh, after that big outage earlier today. The Alabama Supreme Court's decision on frozen embryos created during in vitro fertilization has put the issue of reproductive rights back into the spotlight for the presidential campaign trail. The court ruled that embryos have the same right as children. Natalie Brown reports from Washington. Alabama's largest hospital has paused IVF treatments after the state's Supreme Court ruled the embryos have the same rights as children, leaving patients in limbo. It's completely just derailed a lot of hope. 34-year-old Jasmine York has a 13-year-old daughter, but turned to IVF to have a second child after multiple ectopic pregnancies. We were really looking forward to March 20th was when I was supposed to transfer. The court's decision stems from a wrongful death lawsuit filed by three couples who lost frozen embryos stored at an Alabama fertility clinic. Alabama's unprecedented ruling is reverberating on the presidential campaign trail where reproductive rights has become a key issue following the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, ending the constitutional right to abortion. Wednesday night, Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley spoke to Gail King on CNN's King Charles about the court's decision. I didn't say that I agreed with the Alabama ruling. What the question that I was asked is, do I believe an embryo is a baby? I do think that if you look in the definition, an embryo is considered an unborn baby. Vice President Kamala Harris addressed the ruling during a roundtable on reproductive rights in the battleground state of Michigan Thursday. Individuals, couples who want to start a family are now being deprived of access to what can help them start a family. The CDC says about 2% of all infants born in the U.S. are conceived using IVF each year. Natalie Brand, CBS News, Washington. The U.S. Supreme Court will not halt a nearly $2.5 billion bankruptcy settlement for the Boy Scouts of America. Thursday, it rejected an emergency request from a group of childhood sex abuse victims who said the agreement unlawfully presents them from suing groups that ran local scouting programs. They argued the Supreme Court should halt the settlement while it considers a similar legal decision in a separate appeal involving Purdue Pharma. That's the ma maker of the opioid Oxycontin. In issue, or rather at issue in both cases, provisions of the agreements that ban victims from suing third parties for damages. And now H&N investigates another alarming internal probe within the Honolulu Police Department. As our Allison Blair reports, this story reeks of insubordination, quite literally. 
HPD confirms its professional standards office launched an internal probe after someone placed envelopes full of feces on the desks of a Honolulu police commander and a Honolulu police supervisor earlier this month. The incident happened the week of February 5th. That's when law enforcement sources say Honolulu Police Major Hunter Alu and Captain Denise Nakabayashi both discovered green interdepartmental envelopes on their desks full of excrement. Both the Major and Captain are assigned to District 3 and work out of the Pearl City substation. HPD leadership didn't respond to H&N Investigate's request for an interview, but told us in an email the department's professional standards office has been assigned to look into the incident. Meanwhile, news of the probe has left many in disbelief. My reaction to this news is not only disappointed, but extremely concerned. This is behavior we wouldn't even accept from school-aged children. Cameron Hurt is the program manager at Common Cause Hawaii. We have got to evaluate what this action means. What does that say about our, our people management skills within HPD? What does it say about employee morale? Where is morale at HPD? Where are the standards of conduct at HPD? We have far passed the line of a harmless practical joke. Under state law, the offender could face harassment charges, a petty misdemeanor. In a statement, Chief Logan said the act that was committed was immature and unprofessional and impacted our sworn and civilian employees. It's a clear violation of the HPD's standards of conduct and the appropriate action will be taken. If there is a morale issue, if there are certain personnel issues going on, we've got to include the union more. In a statement, the president of the state of Hawaii Organization of Police Officers said, we sincerely hope that such behavior did not come from a sworn officer, as these actions in no way represent the values or character of our more than 2,600 members across the state. It went on to say the incident provides the department with an opportunity to engage employees of all ranks, both sworn and non-sworn at this district to better understand the workplace dynamics and to help everyone move on from this disgraceful incident. We encourage them to take the opportunity. We asked HPD where the investigation into all of this stands. We did not get a response. Allison Blair. Hawaii News Now. A push to protect same-sex marriage in Hawaii advanced yesterday in the House. Lawmakers in the Judiciary and Hawaiian Affairs Committee unanimously passed the bill 2802. The proposed legislation would allow voters to strip the legislature of their power to ban same-sex unions. Hawaii's Marriage Equality Act became law in 2013, but civil unions were recognized in the island since 2011. The only provision in our Bill of Rights that was adopted to take away rights rather than to recognize or grant rights. The only provision in our state constitution designed and adopted to target and discriminate against the minority members of the LGBTQ committee. Uh, the inclusion of Article 1, Section 23 uh, in the Bill of Rights of our state constitution, I think, is an embarrassment. The bill will now move forward in committee hearings. Let's go ahead and take you live outside now for a beautiful look nice. at Honolulu. It is a lovely day, about 79 degrees. Stay with us after this short break. We'll have a look at your island weather and some more local news. Stay with us.
How's it on this Thursday? The typical trade wind weather continues out there with some upstream clouds, some upstream showers. But we're watching that approaching cold front expected in sometime Friday night into Saturday. That's when we'll see stronger winds as well as more showers. Now this morning it is a little damp. You see these showers coming in with the trade wind flow. They're mainly affecting windward sides and most of the rain is of the light variety. Now those winds will run steady today. Looks like it's windiest over in Kauai this morning. And even though we're dead calm in Honolulu right now, we'll get those winds as well. Those winds will pick up to about 10 to 20 today. So we've got a textbook trade and weather day. There will be some passing showers from time to time, but we'll also expect a fair bit of sunshine for leeward sides. And most of the showers coming in will favor those windward areas, although leeward areas could get some spotty showers in the afternoon. So it's on the way down, at least for now. But, to, but on Saturday, look for an advisory level swell to pick up. The North Shore Surf Contests are done, at least for the professionals, and they'll move on to Portugal next. So we've got textbook trading weather for the next couple of days. Sun, su sunshine mixed with some passing showers. Steady trading is running 10 to 20. Friday night into Saturday, we're tracking a cold front that's going to bring in stronger winds as well as more showers, especially on Saturday. Even though there'll be some lingering showers on Sunday, it should be much drier as that front starts to pull away. <music> In today's From the Feeds, two brothers with a one-of-a-kind collection that just may be or could be yours if you got the space and the time. Here's Molly Hunter. Arriving in Cuckoo Land. Hello. Wow. Cuckoo Land is an immersive experience. The cacophony of ticking. Bringing. And as promised, hundreds and hundreds of cuckoos. It's overwhelming. Oh, there it is. <laughs> More than 700 cuckoo clocks. It's believed to be the biggest collection in the world and belongs to British brothers Maz, 69 years old, the expert clock repairman. I've been doing it nearly 50 years. And we're learning every day. And Roman, 71, the frontman of sorts. We eat, sleep, and live cuckoo clocks. The brothers, unmarried with no children, started as clockmakers at age 15. Then came the first purchase. We bought that many years ago, and we paid 70 pounds for it. And then it spiraled. And now, as time flies, the pair want to pass their collection to the next generation. So your ideal candidate is younger, yes. has the money and the knowledge. I would love it to go to a family and it could continue in that family. Most importantly, someone who wouldn't break it up. What we're looking for is somewhere for the collection to go where it can be looked after for all time. If this is you, the clock is ticking. Molly Hunter, NBC News, Nutsford, England. Calling all creatives, a free event at Salt at Our Kaka'ako is happening tomorrow. It's called Creative Mornings Honolulu, a monthly event that works to cultivate a community of local creators through inspiring lectures and networking opportunities. What's special about this month is that the Honolulu chapter got to choose the theme that will be used for the over 200 chapters across the world. We're going to have breakfast provided by Kaimana Beach Hotel, as well as coffee from Honolulu Coffee, 
uh, Squeeze Play also donated their time and their services to help help us print the native artwork done by Jack Soren um, on T-shirts, and so we're we're excited to share the artwork with everybody. We had over 100 in the first day for this one. Uh, and so I think it's going to be over 200 people at this event. It's going to be a big event. Um, it's going to be packed. <laughs> so if you didn't sign up, you should probably sign <laughs> up. <laughs> the theme is native, and the guest speaker will be Kuhao Zane, the owner of Sig Zane Designs. There will also be a live performance by Kalenaku and Kalai Parish. If you're interested in signing up and learning more, head on over to hawaiinewsnow.com for the link. It's time now for Good News Now. Jonathan, what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? All of them. All of them? Good answer. <laughs> uh, our Casey Lund checked out the process of getting the cookies to the customers. Aloha from Aloha Stadium. Your cookies are here, my friends. We are talking about distribution day here on Oahu. Uh, it's also happening on Hilo. Now, uh, many of the Girl Scout troops on the other islands, Maui, Kauai, they've already got their cookies, but of course today, is the big day for Oahu and you can see all the wonderful volunteers. We have some of our armed services folks here helping out loading uh, the cookies into the trucks. We've got Thin Mints, we've got S'mores, we've got Samoas, we've got just about anything you want. And uh, again, this all benefits Girl Scouts of Hawaii. There are more than, check this out again, one last time, 300,000 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. We want to thank all the volunteers. We also want to thank these lovely ladies who are with us this morning. Uh, we have Sierra, we have Lily, we have Murphy and Quinn. And uh, Quinn, who else do we have here? Floppy. Floppy is with us. You're a Daisy Scout, right, Quinn? Yeah. What does that mean? Um, it, it's the youngest kind of Girl Scout. And the best, in my opinion. What's your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Thin Mint. Thin Mint? Mine's the Adventureful. Adventureful? I actually like the Thin Mints. Thin Mint? Samoas. Yeah, all right. See, that's why we get along. Now, I want to ask you, uh, Sierra, I'll come over there next to you, a little bit about uh, what selling Girl Scouts has meant to you over the years. Obviously, you're the eldest of all the Girl Scouts we have here today. Uh, what does this do to instill confidence, and what kind of skills do you build from selling Girl Scout cookies? Selling Girl Scout cookies has given so much to me. I've learned financial skills, budgeting, and all that stuff, as well as entrepreneurship and um, business management. Awesome. And I want to ask you what, uh, Lily, the, the money that you folks raise goes to. What are you guys able to do, and where does that money go? We can take it to anywhere, but um, what we normally do, we take it to the uh, residents that need it. Yeah, you help out veterans, you, you guys are able to go to camps, all kinds of stuff. So uh, we want to remind you that Girl Scout cookies will be on sale. They'll be at most Foodland locations. You can also buy them online, gshawaii.org, girlscouthawaii.org. We have a link to buy those online at hawaiinewsnow.com. Okay, before we send things back, ladies, let's all pick our favorite cookie on the count of three. One, two, three. Bam! All right. Cheers. Good job, ladies. <laughs> oh, boy. Cheers to them indeed. <laughs> Jonathan, I, yes. I'm Team Thin Mints all the oh, way. Okay. I what? mean, listen, 
<laughs> I'm a Capricorn. I know what I like. I haven't even tried the others because I love Thin Mints. I don't know. need to know anything okay. else. Just thin Mints all the way. Well, go with what you know. <laughs> exactly. Right? Oh, boy. Keep an eye out for your local Girl Scouts coming on a knocking on a door yeah. near you Absolutely. real soon. You'll see them soon. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> we have time for one more story. Jonathan, what you got? Well, talk about a beautiful offer. Christina Aguilera is partnering with Airbnb to offer a stay at her home near Las Vegas. The four-bedroom, four-bath house has a pool and panoramic mountain views of the Vegas Strip. A two-day stay for four people includes a night of drinks with Christina, a burlesque lesson with her longtime choreographer, a boudoir photo shoot with her personal glam team, dinner at her favorite restaurant on the Strip, and VIP tickets to her residency show at the Venetian Resort and Casino. Uh, did we mention the stay is free? What? Guests just have to pay for your travel to and from Vegas. The two-day stay is available from February 29th to March 2nd. So, Brada, we go check them out. Hello, okay. hello, my, let's go. Hele, but does it come with Girl Scout cookies? You know, we'll sneak it in our carry-ons. How's that? <laughs> Throw okay. in a box of Girl Scout yes. cookies, Thin and mints. then I'll sign okay, up. Okay, there we go. Thin mints, yes. Let's end today with a live look outside. Once again, a beautiful shot of yes. Honolulu. A lovely Thursday. Jonathan, it's Thursday already. It's Thursday. One more day. Aloha One Friday. more day. Happy Aloha Thursday. Aloha, no. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.